Before I even start, there's actually a theme verse for my testimony tonight, and it's from Psalms 139, verse 13 to verse 16. And I'll read it out to you guys. For you created my inmost being. You need me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the sacred place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Would you guys have to bow your heads down and pray with me? Heavenly Father God, God, I just thank you so much for everyone here tonight, Lord. And God, I just thank you so much for this opportunity for me to share my testimony with everyone here tonight, God. And God, nobody else in this world, God, can perfectly tell the stories that have been written by you besides you, Lord. So, God, I just pray, Lord, that as I open up my mouth, God, it is you that is speaking and ministering to each heart that are present here tonight, God. Yeah, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, so I was born in a very blessed Chinese family in Malaysia. Basically, like Gina, I had like everything back then. <laughs> <laughs> But living in such a good life, we seldom or we never really thought that these things we had were blessings from God, but rather fortunes fell enough from the sky. Instead of being thankful for what we had, we thought that there weren't enough, and in our hearts, we always wanted more. It wasn't until 10 years ago when I was still in elementary school, till now I, could, I couldn't help but constantly be reminded of the day when I first witnessed my dad committing adultery with another woman. We were in the same shopping mall, but I was trying so hard, making sure that my dad didn't saw me. Those moments were scary. I didn't want my family to fall apart because of my dad, as we were living up to such good life back then. But things that were bound to happen just went on as they were destined to take place in my life. After many years of family dramas, in 2011, I finally moved out of my house with my mom, my brother, and my sister, just to get away from my dad. We stayed at my aunt's house since then. Seeing how my family has, been, has fallen apart throughout the years, we went through bankruptcy, we've seen like real family dramas where literally you see family members cursing and throwing chairs at each other. And we even stopped going to church for a while and we even hid ourselves from the community that we used to hang out with. But my grandma was almost like the only one who was still faithful in prayers and holding on to the Lord. Grandma was a phenomenal woman of God. Though she was sick and would stay on her bed most of the time, every morning I saw Grandma sitting up on her bed, sitting up on her bed, praying and crying out to the Lord each day. But I was different. I tried so hard in school to perform as well as I can, to hide away what was happening to my family, the part of my life which I was so ashamed of. I was trying so hard to resolve and recover everything on my own as I just didn't see God moving in any ways in my life. But coming out to Emmaus and New Philly had me recall all these things as, as I grew in intimacy with the Lord. God wanted to set me free, like he had done to Rona. When I first saw her in my first large group, I couldn't help but wonder if there's something wrong with this girl. <laughs> I came out to Emmaus during my first semester, but I was so reluctant to share anything about myself because I just didn't have enough faith in the Lord. But God proved to me that He's living and active. 
as I witnessed each one of my Malaysian friends getting transformed. We've seen like Kelvin becoming a totally different person, Yavina boldly sharing her testimony on last year's church by retreat, and Ruth, who was an ultimate introvert, now ministers to everyone around her. Church by retreat last year was the first time for me to see and watch how people can be touched so powerfully by the Holy Spirit. Honestly, I was so scared at the beginning, but as I began to understand about the ministry of God's Spirit, hunger began to develop my heart to receive the Spirit as well. But because I came out to the retreat without any specific expectations and desires, I went back home without getting much from the retreat. However, God was so eager to pull me even closer to Him. In my second semester, He had me join membership and leadership in New Philly. And I may begin to build a relationship with people from the spiritual community that He has prepared for me. I began to entrust all my faith to the Lord and become vulnerable towards Rona and my small group leader. I had supernatural encounters with the Lord during both Emmaus and our church leadership retreat last year. We had a healing and deliverance session for all newly recruit leaders, and that was when I was led by the Spirit to open up my bondages. Basically, things that I never thought that I would, that I would share with other people, but I shared it with them with, with the other active leaders, and I had a powerful time of deliverance from my past struggles. I saw visions of Jesus being with me in the past and showing me that everything is all under His mighty plan. I repent and renounce sins which I've committed in the past, and even forgave my dad and prayed a prayer of blessings over him. Since then, my relationship with my dad became better after I brought him in front of the Lord. We went from about a year and a half without talking to each other, to now monthly international phone calls ensuring that both of us are doing well. I took the initiative to fast for the first time in my life for leadership retreat last year, because I didn't want it to be the same as the church retreat that I went earlier. I fasted for my acceptance to SNU, and that happened when I was on my way to the retreat. <clears throat> I fasted for spiritual gifts of tongues, and God gave that to me while I was worshiping Him during the first night. I fasted for spiritual encounters, and I got jacked up three times all <laughs> through the retreat. I fasted for my relationship with my dad, and God definitely turned our hearts toward each other after the retreat. And it says in Malachi four chap it says in Malachi chapter four verse six, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. I even fasted for my sibling's salvation, and the following week after the retreat, my brother got baptized. God is truly faithful. But God's plan with me didn't just aim that way. Earlier this year he gave me another challenge again as I was asked to step up as a student leader. I realized that God doesn't just want to set me free, but he desires me to, to join his ministry. I took the challenge and lived a big, huge step out of my comfort zone, passing out flyers, meeting new people, <laughs> asking people out to emails, and even leading my friends to Christ. I never knew that God would be willing to do so much through me. But before I stood up as a student leader, something hit me earlier this year. During leadership retreat last year, there was a portion when Pastor Marcus was inviting us to ask the Lord about the cost that we have to spare in order to follow God. God hinted me about my grandma's passing away before I could go back to Malaysia after my one and a half year in Korea this August. I used to proudly say that I would follow Jesus no matter what, but at that moment I just wasn't sure of that. My grandma is just too precious to me. She was the one who was faithfully sowing into the family and the one who constantly provided me with unconditional love. 
the one whom I think of every day of my life in Korea. I shared that with Pastor John, and he said that this might be a, this might be a test of faith, but God's message was eventually fulfilled in January this year. I received the news from my sister, who told me secretly as my mom didn't want it to affect my studies. I had to go through a lot of grief, and I, and I, remember, and I remember that I would dramatically go up to the rooftop of the building and pray to God and share my feelings with Him. My heart was filled with so much doubt. I just wanted to know where my grandma is. And as I prayed, God clearly spoke to me that everything is under His plan, and my grandma is safely up there with Him. My testimony is one that is powerfully written by God, full of His supernatural grace and wonders. It was so hard for my family and me to relate to God, to relate God into our lives back then, until God made us lost everything. We then began to realize God's goodness and decided to turn from our ways and submit to God. The atmosphere in my family has definitely changed. Instead of mourning and grieving over my grandma, during her pass away, my family was like proudly sending out a, a mighty warrior back to God. I no longer have to ask and wonder where God is, because now every day I can feel God's love and see God moving powerfully in my life. Just as in Psalms 129 and 139, God is carefully writing and plotting my life in His book. And as I look back now, the retreats are probably where I grew most rapidly in my spirituality and relationship with God, if and only if I have really specific expectations and fresh hunger for the Lord. God is pleased when we hold these expectations to Him in faith. Things which I thought were too stupid to expect and look forward to, eventually God showed me how stupid I was to not fully believe in them. Appreciate and make use of this opportunity given by God to expect things that He will do for us before the retreat. Thank you.